Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. As we begin our Mass, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn number 716 in the blue St. Michael hymnal located in your pews. Number 716, Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Welcome, everybody, to Sunday Mass at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. We're, we're always aware of those who worship with us at home on our live stream and on the Catholic Faith Network and on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129. A special welcome to a good friend, Rabbi Noah Marins of the American Jewish community, who brings along 
With us are visiting a mom from Indonesia, the grand imam of the Estiqlal Mosque in Jakarta, Indonesia. How welcome both of you are. That we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins and we ask for God's mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting.
Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with your unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of your grace, they may be defended always by your protection through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Job. Job spoke, saying, Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of hirelings? He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been allotted to me. If in bed I say, when shall I arise? Then the night drags on. I am filled with restlessness until the dawn. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is like the wind. I shall not see happiness again. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. First letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, if I preach the gospel, 
this is no reason for me to boast, for an obligation has been imposed on me, and woe to me if I do not preach it. If I do so willingly, I have a recompense, but if unwillingly, then I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my recompense? That when I preach, I offer the gospel free of charge so as not to make full use of my right in the gospel. Although I am free in regard to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so as to win over as many as possible. To the weak, I became weak, to win over the weak. I have become all things to all, to save at least some. All this I do for the sake of the gospel, so that I too may have a share in it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. took away our infirmities and bore our diseases. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. <clears throat> On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grabbed her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, 
they brought to him all who were ill or possessed of demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak, because they knew him. Rising early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. He told them, let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. mind if I might repeat those words from the Holy Bible that St. Paul speaks to us this Sunday morning. Listen again. If I preach the gospel, there's no reason for me to brag for an obligation, an obligation has been given me. If I do it willingly, I then have my reward. What God's word seems to be extolling this Sunday morning is a sense of duty, a sense of responsibility, a grasp that a life worth living means necessarily a devotion to the Lord and to others. A few years back, uh, the renowned newscaster, Tom Brokaw, wrote a book that became a bestseller called The Greatest Generation. Remember it? Uh, Tom Brokaw celebrated the women and the men who were from that, what he called, greatest generation. They would have been my parents and grandparents those who uh, persevered through the trauma of the Great Depression and World War II and its aftermath. The author reveled in that sense of duty and service and responsibility this greatest generation so radiantly exhibited. They, he claimed, fulfilled the challenges that life had dealt them with diligence, with care, with generosity and sacrifice. Rarely did they gripe, 
nor do they expect reward or acclaim, except the satisfaction a virtuous life unfailingly brings. You know who expressed it well, in my opinion, was President Ronald Reagan in his memorable address at the Cliffs of Normandy on the 40th anniversary of D-Day. And there, at Point de Hoc, the scene of the most dangerous and bloody attack, he looked out at the surviving veterans who had assembled there. He pointed to them and he said, these are the boys of Pontahuk. These are the soldiers who took the cliffs, the champions who helped free a continent, the heroes who helped end a vicious war. You, the president, looked at those soldiers. You were young that day you took the cliffs. You were hardly more than boys with the deepest joys of life before you. And yet you risked everything here. Why? Why? Just what impelled you to put aside self-preservation and risk your lives? President Reagan answered his own question. It was faith. It was valor. It was loyalty. It was love. Reagan closed by asking, I pray we still have it. Do we? Of course we do. This afternoon, I'm, I've got mass up at West Point. I'm going to meet with a great group of young men and women who certainly have it. And yet, cultural uh, commentators who are far more perceptive than I would be, worry that this might be on the wane. They wonder if uh, virtues such as duty, responsibility, selflessness, sacrificial service is fading, replaced by what they call a culture of entitlement. A culture of entitlement. Getting not giving, self-aggrandizement instead of humble, quiet, virtuous fulfillment of the obligations that our life necessarily brings. They speculate that the ringing challenge of John F. Kennedy at his inauguration, ask not what your country, and we might add your church, your family, your community. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. They wonder if that's been turned upside down. These voices wince that instead the cry is now, what's in it for me? Instead of what's being asked of me. What will I get out of this instead of what can I give of myself to this. Duty, service, loyalty, valor, love, selflessness, giving, responsibility, these are biblical virtues. 
that St. Paul extols this morning. They're at the core not only of our faith, folks, but of our common good, right? Pope St. John Paul II used to speak of what he called the law of the gift. Here's how he described it. We are at our best. We're most in accord with the way God fashioned us when we give ourselves away in sacrificial love to another. The, the memoirs and the narrative of the Titanic disaster tell us that right at the end, when the lifeboats were filled and the Titanic was quickly sinking, the two chaplains stood there and the captain said, Fathers, you, there's some room on the lifeboats, you go. And they could hear behind them the screams and cries for help of those mostly workers and crew who were trapped below, quickly drowning. And the two chaplains turned around and began to go down the steps toward them. And the narratives tell us that the captain said, chaplains, for God's sake, don't go down there. And one of the chaplains turned around and said, for God's sake, we got to go down there. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the culture of life flourish among all peoples of the world, 
let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and the Holy Land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We seek the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands. O Lord our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant we pray that they may now become the sacrament of eternal life through Christ our Lord. 
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity, and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him, the hosts of angels and saints adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of praise as we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit 
Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, my auxiliary bishops, and those of the province and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, St. Joseph, her spouse, the Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. Expectantes beatem spam et adventum salvatoris nostri, Jesu Christi. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, and my soul shall be healed.
Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 834 in the hymnal, number 834, with all the powers my poor soul hath. pray. O God, who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live that made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of the world through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, and St. Joseph, her spouse, St. Patrick, our patron, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 645 in the hymnal, O Bless the Lord My Soul. 